This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the library nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready, get set, get nerdy. Welcome back to Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool things happening at Peter White Public Library and the Library Universe Beyond, straight out of the mouths of the people who know it best, Library Nerds. I'm Marty Ackett, Adult Programming Coordinator for Peter White Public Library, and directing traffic on Nerd Street with me today is one of the coolest library nerds I know, Andrea Ingmeyer, Director of Peter White Public Library. Welcome back to the podcast, Andrea. Hey, Marty. Happy to be here. (laughs) You know, I'm always excited to sit down and have a conversation with you about all things nerd. There is so much happening at PWPL right now with winter reading and prom dress swaps and movies and concerts and presentations. If we were to discuss all the events on the calendar right now, that conversation would take a couple hours. Yes, if you are following my not-so-subtle clues as to the topic of today's episode, you probably have already figured it out. But before we dive into what is in your, on your mind today, Andrea, we have to do one more thing. We have to play another game of Word on the Nerd. You know how this works. I'm going to ask you three Library Nerd questions about yourself, and you have to answer them for the listeners. So, Andrea, are you ready to play Word on the Nerd? Andrea, this is going to be a little game of Would You Rather, as always. Um, I'm going to ask you three Would You Rather questions, and you have to truthfully answer them. And since we are headed into a a really special event, all of your questions today will have something to do with conversing with people. Mm. All right, so Andrea, here's your first question. Would you rather go to a gathering of people you have nothing in common with or would you rather go to an uncomfortable family reunion with relatives you've never met? Both of these situations make my palms sweat. <laughs> yeah, me too. Full disclosure. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm going to go with the relative one. Relative? Why the relatives? I have this weird fascination with having conversations <laughs> with relatives that I don't know. Okay. So... I think I'd rather, you know, when your relatives, they have to kind of, like, tolerate you. Yeah, exactly. a random person doesn't have to. And then, yeah, so. especially. Especially if you're in a room full of people that you know you have nothing in common with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that particular situation makes me feel <laughs> Uncomfortable? Yes, yes. I would go with the relatives, too, because at least there's a chance there's going to be someone that, you know, you can connect with. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, they they do have to still, like, you still have to have a connection you st- with them, yeah. regardless of whether or not you actually have anything in common. Exactly. You know, their relatives, they can't, well, I suppose they could kick you out, but, you know, <laughs> anyway. And you know, there's always that one, re- that one relative that you're like, wow, where did you come from? <laughs> How did I not know about you? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. There's always those... You know, I've, when I go to family gatherings, there's always, like, one person who I've never 
talked mm-hmm. to or connected with, and suddenly I find myself in a conversation with them that I go, wow, we should have connected a lot sooner. So Funny, funny story. Now we're going to tell relative stories. Okay. <laughs> um, I, as a kid, we always had to do the extended relative, you know, family gatherings, mm-hmm. as you do. And uh, my grandfather's brother um, whips out a saw at one of these, and he plays the saw. Oh, see, that's it's cool. The first time I'd ever heard someone <laughs> actually play a saw, mm-hmm. and from then on, I just there's a special place in my heart for that <laughs> weird sound that is the, the saw, saw. That played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I don't have any cool, <laughs> cool <laughs> oh, stories yes, like that. I probably <laughs> do, but it's not coming to mind. But nothing as cool as playing the saw. I've always wanted to be able to do that. It was fascinating to watch. You know, I mean, I've seen people do it on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different when it's in somebody's living room. Yeah. When you're right there and you're watching them bend the saw. Mm-hmm. And it's it's, it, it's sort of like when I hear someone play the harmonica, mm-hmm. you know, whereas you can just sort of blow on it and get blats out of it. Right. When you hear people actually playing something that you recognize, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that was an interesting one. So here we go. Um, second question, and you know the questions might get a little harder. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather have a conversation with Agatha Christie or would you rather have a conversation with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? Oh, gosh, that is hard. <laughs> mm, I don't think I can not pick Agatha Christie. Okay. I mean, what a fascinating she did. I I mean, yeah, and I've read like a biography of her life where she like disappeared and everyone yeah. thought she was dead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would really, I, you know, how much of that, like where did that come from? Exactly. She just sort of disappeared and the whole country was looking for her and she's at, what, some spa somewhere <laughs> just relaxing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get it, Agatha. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think she was on to something there. Mm-hmm. She was retreating before retreating was cool. Exactly. You know, she was taking a social media break. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Sir, uh, Sir Arthur, that would also be fascinating. It would be. Yeah. So I, I'd be happy with either. Either one? Yeah. I, I When I wrote this question, I was like, boy, I don't know which one I would do. I probably would go with Agatha Christie, but like you said... Either one is a win. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, there's no wrong answer there. <laughs> no. All right, so here's your final question. Would you rather have to sit next to a person on a 10-hour flight who won't stop talking, or would you rather sit next to a, a person on a 10-hour flight who never says a word? Oh. <laughs> wow, these ones are hard, aren't they? they? Are hard. <laughs> I, 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 the quiet yeah. will be my default. But there is something about, you know, if it's interesting talk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that 10-hour flight will feel like an hour. Right, right. But if it's not interesting talk, it's mm-hmm. going to feel like 40 Really? Hours. <laughs> 40 hours. And then I also think... If I'm sitting next to a person who isn't talking, then suddenly I start, like, making up things about this person, like, he or she's a serial killer and is on this plane trying to get out of the country or something like that. So, yeah, yeah, your imagination does strange things to you on flights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, as a reader, I'm going to pick the... 
I'm going to pick the quiet. I, I would too, because if I'm, a, if I know I'm on a 10 hour flight, I'm going to bring a very big book to mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. And, um, if I'm constantly having to look up and answer questions with someone, that would irritate me a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. all right. Well, we're pretty much in agreement there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have come to the end of this conversational edition of Word on the Nerd, this time with Andrea Ingmeyer, Director of Peter White Public Library. And now the time has come to find out what is on your mind today, Andrea. It's a little segment on the podcast we call... The All right, Andrea, what would you like to talk about today? Well, I assume, Marty, that we're talking about community conversations. Oh, geez, you caught all those clues, did you? I did. I did. Um, Yeah, wow, we had our first event yesterday. It was amazing. It was so good. I I really, um, when I envision what community conversations should be, Mm -hmm. it's events like that. Yeah. Where you've got someone who's an expert in a field, and it's you know a topic we talked about ai yeah yeah and mike sauer was our presenter from um northern Cybersecurity department and people had a lot of questions it went it was supposed to go from 12 to 1 and i think it went from like 12 to 130 almost <laughs> yeah i think mike was i think he had um it's also innovation week at northern mm-hmm. so i think he really had to 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 go <laughs> um, but gosh it was so interesting and um you know, equal parts fascinating and terrifying. Yeah, well, um, that was real. Some of the stuff that he showed us of what AI can do was just mind blowing to me. The the Photoshop demonstration I have talked about at least three times since I saw it mm-hmm. because I really when I when I hear people photoshopping images, mm-hmm. I think about. What I have tried to do in mm-hmm. Photoshop, which is laborious, awful, like it comes out looking terrible. Right, yeah. But watching what he did and how simple it was and to quick. regenerate those so photos. so quick. And I just was like, wow, okay. Yeah. That has come a long way since the last time I tried to use Photoshop. Which is a great thing and also a terrifying thing because you think of all those pictures you see on social media, terrible pictures of people... Uh, or in supposedly terrible situations. And now, after that presentation, I sit back and I go, you know, how much of my scene is actually real? And now I'm questioning, like, anything on on, on uh-huh. social media. Because that... The other thing that just blew my mind is when he did the country song. And they came up with... In what? The space of, like, a minute. Yeah. Four country songs. And the voices sounded like real voices. And... The songs weren't bad that he played. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. They're not, they're not gonna win any awards, though. No, they're not gonna win any. I'm, let's let's say you're not gonna have an AI Taylor Swift out there. You right. certainly will not do that. But I mean, as the AI gets more and more intelligent and starts recognizing what it has to do to appear more human, yeah. you know. I'm just I'm just waiting for the first like best-selling AI novel or something like that. Well, there's already been situations where there have been uh, is it maybe self-published works mm-hmm. written in the likeness of a famous author? Because yeah. Part of what AI can do is digest a whole bunch of information mm-hmm. and create copy, you know, yeah. copies, likenesses, right, etc. And uh, yeah, I'm I. 
it's 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 mind blowing and it's and scary. And the other thing that he talked about was were those quantum computers, yes. which when he said, you know, he he gave the the example of you know if you have a password and it's digits and uh, upper and lower case letters and stuff like that, it would take a normal computer right now thirty days to crack your password. Whereas a quantum computer is going to be able to do it in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said 30 seconds, people. <laughs> and they're the size of a regular piece. Right. I, when I think quantum computer... I think, I think like a room. Yes, yes. No. <laughs> Where, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, I'm wondering who's going to be able to purchase these quantum computers. Because if it's going to be anybody can go off the street and pick it up at a store... Boy, that opens up an avenue to a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, just think of how many times people get hacked and multiplied <laughs> by a million. I mean, it's just terrifying. It is. Yeah. Um, I do think people had a lot of questions about cybersecurity. Yeah. Um, that he wasn't really able to get into. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I think the great thing about having these conversations is like, well, what other programming can we offer? Yeah. You know, what are folks interested in hearing more about? Mm-hmm. Um, so listeners out there, we're always taking ideas. Right. And um, if you come to one of the other events, because this is just the first... See, Andrea and I have been talking for what, like almost nine or ten <laughs> minutes about this first event. Yeah. And we've got a bunch of other events coming up that are really fascinating as well. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk about um, the one that's happening tomorrow? At, right. Yeah. So Sue Ellen Christian, she is a professor at Western uh, Western University, mm-hmm. and she is an expert in the field of information literacy. Mm-hmm. So her presentation is really going to be focused on giving folks the tools needed mm-hmm. to help help figure out is this is this factually correct? Mm-hmm. Is this opinion? Is this just blatantly incorrect right um and using sources that are available to all of us Mm -hmm. um to help do that because i i do think i i've you know this is the whole idea behind community conversations Mm -hmm. right because not only are we talking about it in the events yeah i had so many conversations with people just about the fact that we're all overwhelmed with information yeah we have so much coming at us all the time Mm -hmm. and it's awfully difficult it's exhausting yeah. to always be fact-checking mm-hmm. and and wondering, is that actually accurate? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Sue Ellen's presentation is really going to be focused on simple tools that we can use to help evaluate what's coming at us. Mm. Um, so that's going to be really good. I think yeah. um, it, it will be recorded, so anyone who's not able to um, watch it live... We'll be able to watch it later. Right, on our recorded programs. Yep. And in fact, um, uh, a couple of the programs are going to be on there. Uh, on there, And then we have some great stuff next week with um, with uh, a bank fraud, which everybody should be very yes. aware of mm-hmm. um, because it happens so frequently. And now with these quantum computers, I imagine that it's going to happen even more. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, there's just uh, so many facets to this subject of, of media smart and misinformation. And, you know, when you're in an election year, it's pretty smart to be able to tell what's real and what's not. Because most of the time, it's what's not real <laughs> that people are focusing on. I, I mean, I teach at the college and um, I talk to my students, you know, 20-somethings, and they're not getting their news from reputable news sources for the most part. They're getting it from 
posts on Facebook and other places and taking it for at face value and not really investigating. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to combat that in my classes, um, but it's hard. It's really hard. It's hard for all of us, Marty. Yeah. Even knowing it's something that you should do, Mm -hmm. I found myself, you know, triggered Mm -hmm. by something I see online. Oh, you get so angry. Oh, I'm ready to share this. (laughs) And you really just have to like, wait a second, wait a second. I don't actually have to share Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I feel like that's a great first step is just taking that time to go, you know what? I'm not ready. I, I, I'm not ready to spend the time mm-hmm. to fact check this, so I'm just not going to share it. Yeah. And and plus, when you have a knee-jerk reaction like that, I always find like, no, okay, yeah. hold back and see what this is really about. Because I, I like seeing all the sides of something before I make a decision about anything. So, yeah, yeah but all those... Yeah, it's it's a really we could talk forever on we this could, topic. <laughs> but let's talk about the media panel that's happening next. Yes, let's talk the, about that. Uh, we've got the League of Women Voters who have um, who've been working with us to put together a local media panel, and that will be next Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got three now presenters: um, Walt Lindela, Andrew Lancome, and uh, Nicole Walton. Oh wow! So okay, we'll have the three of them. Um, in a panel discussion about how misinformation has impacted their work mm-hmm. in our community. Yeah. Um, you know, that's one thing as we were planning this, we talked a lot about is how to bring this home. Um, because I think sometimes we get caught up in the misinformation on the national and mm-hmm. and world stage. And we forget that it, it impacts us here locally. Yeah. Um, and really, arguably, that could be more important than some of these big stories about movie stars who are, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a, that'll be a really good program as well. I, I'm looking forward to that. And you know, you have someone Walt who's on radio. You have Andrew who is the news anchor at TV Six, and you have Nicole Walton from Public Radio. I mean, they're going to have great things to say because they've been in the business quite a while so I mean and it's their job to like be responsible and only report things that are verifiable and true Mm -hmm. but you know I'd almost bet that sometimes they get you know tricked by these different uh different ways of disseminating information I mean I mean we work in a library and you just said you know you you see something online and you're like oh and then you go, okay, wait a minute, let's check this out. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's their job. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, And all of this has impacted um, their work in ways that we don't, we don't know. Yeah. We're, we're going to hear about it. Yeah, and it's going to continue to get more and more prevalent as AI gets smarter and smarter and all the other things happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just a really fascinating community conversation. Yeah. And if, judging by yesterday's attendance, um, you know, I think that people are really interested in these topics mm-hmm. um, because they're practical and they affect you on a daily, if not hourly basis. Yeah. So. Um, you know, every time I get a phone call from my, my credit union saying, oh, you know, uh, is this an illegitimate thing? You know, my heart goes up a little bit because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been through it where you have to cancel your card and then redo everything. And it's a pain in the neck. It sure is. <laughs> so, it sure is. yeah, but 
anyway, yeah, so Media Smart Community Conversation. Um, it's happening. We have events happening this week and then on next week as well, and lots of great stuff. So you ha even though you might have missed that first event, there's all kinds of stuff coming up as well, including a movie, which is really funny as well. So, um, and that's tonight? That is tonight, yep, Wag the Dog. And if you've never seen it, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, just a really, really funny and thought-provoking film um, that, even though it was made, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, you can see it's uh, the shadow of it and what's happening now. So just just really fair, terrifying. So, okay, well, there you have it, fellow library nerds. You've just heard the word from Andrea Ingmeyer, director of Peter White Public Library, on PWPL's Media Smart Community Conversation. But, of course, I can't let you out of Nerd University just yet, Andrea. Um, first, we have to find out what book has been keeping you awake at night or distracting you during the day. Some title you think listeners should immediately run to the library and pick up. Off the Shelf. All right, Andrea, what have you been reading that's good? So, Marty, this year is the first year that I ever set a reading goal for myself. Oh, do you okay. Do this? I do do that sometimes. I didn't this year yet. So, so I've never done this. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I've been a librarian for 20 years and never <laughs> set a reading goal for myself. So I did that this year. Mm -hmm. um, 52 books. Okay, so um, one a week, basically. One, one a week. I finished nine so far. Wow. So I'm ahead of schedule a little mm -hmm. bit. Which I feel good about. Mm -hmm. um, I think I don't want to talk about. Maybe I do. <laughs> so I'm I'm scrolling through my list here because. Um, so the one I, I do for sure want to talk about is Bone uh, Bookshops and Bone Dust by Ooh. Travis Baltry. Okay. That's the prequel to Legends and Lattes. Okay. Which most people are. Um, it's gotten enough media hype that mm -hmm. most people know that title um so i would describe that one as like a cozy fantasy mm. it's definitely fantasy because it's kind of set with characters who are part of the D D. Mm -hmm. um i don't know what universe, universe whatever realm. world yeah. realm <laughs> kingdom um, but what a, it's really they're really um engaging storylines the characters are likable mm. um and it is cozy, you know. Mm -hmm. There's there's definitely a plot. There's there's a little bit of action, but it's it's not. I would definitely put it in the cozy okay. category. Okay, all right. Um. So there's that one. The one I just finished, however, is the City of Brass. Um, I've heard of that one. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but essay and I. Chuck. Raborty, okay. I believe is how you say mm -hmm. that author's last name. And um, she has a new series out that I can't think of what, it, what it's called, but the books are, you know, Very thick. two and a half inches thick. Yeah. Um, so I haven't picked up those yet. Mm -hmm. But The City of Brass was kind of um, a retelling of Aladdin. Mm. So um, it doesn't follow the Disney Aladdin story. Okay. It did make me want to go back and read... Uh, the Arabian Nights mm -hmm. to see if it's more in line with with that Aladdin mm -hmm. story, um, but regardless, really, really great book. Mm -hmm. One of the best I've read in a long time. Wow. Um, I will say the first maybe thirty percent of it or so is a little slow. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of world world building. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of tribes, and like 
different terminology for things. Oh, and so you have to try so, to keep that all yeah. straight. So it's a little complicated to get going. But once the plot picks up, wow, is it a great, it's a great story. It sounds fa- fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love it when people take, like, old stories and, like, delve into them and make them new. I mean, same thing with... Going back to Media Smart, the book that uh, we're focusing on in that is Julia, Julia yeah. which is um, the character from uh, George Orwell's 1984. So it's a retelling of 1984 yep. from Julia's point of view. But it's yeah. just a fascinating thing when authors do that and how imaginative they get mm-hmm. and fill in sort of those gaps where you had questions. Mm-hmm. And so they use their imagination to fill those gaps in, which is fantastic. Have you read Julia? I have not yet. Oh. Is it good? Well, you know, it's a, I'm 1984 is a tough novel to read it's anyway. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't Yes, it's good. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say I like I felt uplifted or <laughs> cheery or happy really yeah. while reading it. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like reading The Handmaid's Tale and yeah. thinking it's going to be a feel good mm-hmm. one, you know, it just Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you, you need a palate cleanser after mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Um, or maybe alongside so that you can distract <laughs> yourself a little bit from from some of the content of Julia because it, it is a hard read. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, 19, the world of 1984 and Big Brother and all of that is yeah. pretty disturbing. It's pretty disturbing. And what's even more disturbing is you can see echoes of it nowadays. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right now. I'm reading or listening to the Covenant of Water by oh. Abraham Verghese. Oh. Did you read that yet? I, I started it, mm-hmm. um, and I I couldn't quite give it the time mm-hmm. that it needed because those books are. It's a big book. It's a big book, and you you need to be willing to give it the time. Well, I'm listening to it, yeah. and what it's 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 good. But Abraham Verghese reads it himself. Oh, really? Yeah, and. Um, uh, you know, I think I, this is just me because I've listened to you and I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Yep. And when they get a really good reader that can do the voices and everything, you know, Abraham Verghese does a decent job. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's not the voices and differentiating voices, not the greatest. But the story's fantastic. But after I'm done with it, I'm definitely going to go with something a lot lighter mm-hmm. because, you know, you get those heavy books and you live with them for whatever, 30 hours of your life. Yeah. You need you need something just to clear things out. You need bookshops and bone <laughs> By Travis Baldwin. Okay, well there you go. That's gonna be my palate cleanser then. <laughs> but I'm 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 not criticizing the book at all because he's a fantastic writer and you you're following a whole family for like generations in that book and it's it's kind of amazing. I'm kind of interested to see how it's gonna end where all the different you know, you have all these different fragments and I'm waiting to see how he's gonna bring them together. Yeah. So well he will and it'll be It'll be marvelous. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's wonderful. All right, well there you have it. Andrea's recommendations of books. Well, my recommendations yeah. of books too that you should pick up off the shelf. And we have come to the end of this week's episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank Andrea Ingmeyer, director of Peter White Public Library, for stopping by Nerd Headquarters once again. Come back next week when I will be welcoming back to the podcast Nerd All-Star Lynette Suko, Assistant Head of Adult Services here at Peter White Public Library. Until that time, everyone, stay nerdy.
Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackett and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, watch a good movie, attend a great event, and remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.